0: This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to vioricom NPR. In the eastern part of Ukraine, the Donbass, the front line of the Russian invasion has not moved in weeks. Cities there see shelling every night. Ukrainian officials have ordered evacuations, saying that with scarce resources like fuel and the constant threat of Russian missiles, it's just too dangerous to stay. But in a recent visit to the frontline city of Slovyansk, NPR's Alyssa Nadwerny found a shuttered town where residents persist.
1: When you enter the city, a metal sign above the road greets you. Slovyansk is Ukraine, it reads. And after more than six months of Russia's invasion, it still is. The electricity here is spotty, and buses aren't running. Most of the people you see in the city center are on bikes because of it. Oksana Morohon and her friend Alexander Aliyarov are among them. Morohon, with a bag of grapes tied to her bright orange bike, says it's a really scary existence. They're biking together for safety. They always try and stick together if they can. Aliyarov lives with his wife and three kids next door to Morahon and her husband.
0: We'll sleep, we'll sleep.
1: They don't sleep at night because of the shelling. Their neighbors sleep in the hallways to get away from the windows. Morahon and Aliyarov have been friends for a long time, and that friendship has kept them sane. Every night they're calling each other, asking, are you OK? How are you? Community is really important, they tell us, especially when you're in a state of survival. Uh, Morhon works as an assistant at the market. There, she says, she can see who's still here, which makes her feel less alone. According to the mayor's office, about 20 percent of residents remain, despite constant shelling, spotty water access, and no natural gas. Morhon tells me people stay because leaving without a place to live feels scarier. Walking through town, most shops are boarded up. In addition to the market, there's a very limited amount of businesses open. Two or three coffee shops, mostly kept up and running by the Ukrainian military, fighting on the front lines just 20 minutes away. We're here relaxing, says a soldier who goes by the call sign, Petrovich. He doesn't give us his full name for safety reasons. <laughs> the lines haven't moved much in recent weeks, he tells us, and a stalemate for troops means you're constantly on edge without much happening. A few blocks from the coffee shop, Several onlookers have come to see the damage from a Russian missile that hit a residential building a few hours before we visit. <laughs> Victoria Batchenko is crying as she tells us about the pain she feels. <laughs> I'm thinking about the people who have no home now, she says. She tells us about the history here. In 2014, the city was taken over briefly by Russian-backed forces when they annexed Crimea and part of the Donbass. Here, they worked to rebuild after that. We're Ukrainians, she says. We've always been part of Ukraine. I want to live in Ukraine. Nearby, Lubav Mali, with an orange kerchief tied around her head, is listening to our conversation. This is my house, she says, pointing just beyond the crater left by the missile. All by yourself or are you with someone? She's widowed. Her children, grandchildren, and great grandchildren have all left Slovians for Kyiv or Europe. She passes the days writing and reciting poetry. She shares one with us. It's about bringing peace to her home. Let there be peace that is so hoped for, the poem goes. Let the storms go, she finishes, and long live the Donbass and Slovyansk. Alyssa Nadvorny, NPR News, Slovyansk, Ukraine.
0: This message is brought to you by NPR sponsor, Lisa, in collaboration with West Elm. Discover the new natural hybrid mattress, expertly crafted from natural latex and certified safe foams designed with your health and the planet in mind. Visit leesa.com to learn more. This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. What does it mean to be black in America? An NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as black experiences... You'll hear. It means everything. Search NPR Black Stories Black Truce wherever you get your podcast.